So there are many facets of being a notary, but the bottom line is the notary, they are approved and appointed by the state. And what the whole goal of being a notary is, is to prevent fraud and verify identification. Like literally that is the gist of what a notary does. And so anything can be notarized, whether it is a business contract, whether it is you know, something you, uh, something you want complete, like a, a divorce decree. There are many court documents that actually require a notarization to be done, but people don't know that they need a notary until it's time for them to get a notary. <laughs> What up, though, Black Friday's family? Welcome to another installment of the Black Friday's podcast. I'm joined today by Miss Dominique Cheatham of Pretty Right Notary. How you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for stopping by the podcast yes. and being willing to share your story. So I always give my guests the chance to introduce themselves and tell us more about who you are. So if you don't mind letting us know who is Dominique and Pretty Right Notary. Dominique is... A career woman. She was born and raised in Detroit, graduated from DSA, Detroit School of Arts. I'm a fur mom of two, uh, no little humans. And <laughs> and I'm adventurous. I love to have fun, try new things, and I love empowering people. And on the Pretty Right Notary services side, uh, that is my mobile notary business that I operate and serve um, serve individuals and businesses across the state of Michigan, but specifically Wayne uh, Wayne County, Macomb County, and Oakland County. And now I am working on an extension of Pretty Right Notary Services, which is a mobile app that will essentially um, simplify and enhance the the notary experience for both clients and notaries. Dope, dope. So. Mm -hmm. For people like me, I explained to you beforehand, I don't fully know what notary is or notary services. So could you tell us what exactly is a notary and then what services do you offer as a notary business? Absolutely. So there are many facets of being a notary, but the bottom line is the notary, they are approved and appointed by the state. And what the whole goal of being a notary is, is to prevent fraud and verify identification. Like literally that is the gist of what a notary does. And so anything can be notarized, whether it is a business contract, whether it is, you know, something you, uh, something you want complete, like a, a divorce decree. There are many court documents that actually require a notarization to be done, but people don't know that they need a notary until it's time for them to get a notary. Um, but also there are other really essential uh, documents that need to be notarized, like a power of attorney or even real estate documents. Literally for every real estate transaction, a notarization must be completed. Um, and so there are a variety of things that can be notarized, but those are just a, a few to, to kind of touch on. Perfect. Perfect. And then as far as the services you offer, you offer all of those or is there more to your notary services? 
For me, I focus specifically on something called general notary work. So I notarize personally, I notarize any document except for real estate documents. And that is because it is um, conflict of interest based on uh, what my nine to five is. Got you. Okay. And we'll get a little bit more into that in a second, but I'll introduce you now to my favorite part of Black Fridays, which is Freestyle Fridays. So, um, I can't pull this trick on you because you, you watched the episode, so you already know what it's about. But <laughs> as far as Freestyle Fridays, random assortment questions about you, okay. so you shouldn't get them wrong, and I just ask that you answer honestly, you answer everyone. Okay. Cool. All right. So, born and raised in the city of Detroit, which side is the best side, east or west? West. Per good answer. We don't, we don't have to wrap this interview up early. Perfect. Perfect answer. <laughs> And and why would you say that the West Side is the best? Because obviously we have this back and forth, not mm -hmm. division, but, you know, back and forth slander of each side, depending on where you're from. Sure. But in your opinion, why do you like West Side? West Side is home for me. Literally, I was born and raised on the West Side. I did everything. Like, I can go to the West Side, and I know it like the back of my hand. Now, if you bring me East, I'm going to get a little lost. Right. <laughs> but it's so funny because I actually purchased my home on the East Side. Um, and so now I'm trying to like navigate and I'm like, okay, it's not that bad. You know, like I got the water right there. got a cigar bar there, mm -hmm. like all the things. So I'm still learning and embracing that side, but West is just close to, you know, close to heart. Cause that's, that's where I grew up at. For sure. And the East side, as I learned more about the East side, definitely has plenty of gems, yes. hidden spots, all that good yes. stuff. So yeah, yes. East, East side has plenty of, um, not secrets, but like hidden spots that you probably wouldn't even think about. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that. For sure. For sure. And then also staying on the topic of Detroit, you go to Coney Island. What are you ordering? I am going to order me some French toast with powdered sugar, eggs scrambled with cheese and some bacon and an orange juice. Now, what what Coney Island, you know, doing French toast with powdered sugar? Aurora Coney Island right there on Seven Mile. For sure. Right by Seven Mile, Shawasee. I used to walk to the Coney Island to go get my food. And even like even with me being on like on that side of town, when I pass, I'm like, oh, yes, that sounds so good. They mm -hmm. just sprinkle the sugar on there. And it be That's next level for a Coney. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely next level for a Coney. <laughs> You still yeah, say, yeah. sugar. Right. I'm going to have to go, go see what they got going on over there. <laughs> and <clears throat> excuse me. As far as um, your notary business and being in that industry, in that profession, do you have any crazy notary stories? I have been grateful enough to have, have no crazy stories thus far. Okay. I'm proud of that. Okay. <laughs> And you say you have two pets. What are your pets' names and what type of pets are they? Kuba and Kisses. And they are both pit bulls. So okay. Kuba is, he is American Stratfordshire mix. And then Kisses is a blue nose pit. Okay. So you have to pick between one of who is your favorite. Who's your favorite right now? I'll ask what? that to make it easier. Who's your favorite right now? Oh my current. Gosh, why are you making me feel <laughs> current moment. Oh. Oh, that's so hard. That is so hard. They both, ooh. Um, 
Wow. One of them pissed you off recently. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> For sure, pissed okay, you off. Okay, well, the one that didn't piss me off the most recent, uh, <laughs> I would say kisses. Okay. Um, both of them are really near and dear to me. Uh, I feel like your dogs are a reflection of, of the owners. And so Kisses is, uh, I got Kuba back during like the height of COVID. So he's like real chill. But then I have Kisses who like, she does what she wants. She is mm. just, but she's very affectionate, but she's very independent. Um, and it reminds me a lot of myself. Mm. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I love both of them. They just make me so happy. Those are, those are my little fur babies. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> And um, as far as music, what's the last thing that you listened to? Hmm. Man, when I was jamming in the car on my way here, what was I listening to? I was listening to Cozy by Beyonce. Okay. Yeah, it's like a confidence booster. Mm. So I, I, I like it. Um, but yeah, that's what I listen to. Safe bet. Okay. <laughs> and then are you a reader? Do you read books? I love books. What is, if you had to recommend a book for people to read, what would you recommend? Right now, I am currently listening to Shoe Dog, mm -hmm. and it is amazing. It is about the CEO of Nike, mm -hmm. and so he really starts, you know, he shares his story about his life and how he even gets got started with Nike. He's very fearless. He is, you know... Even if he does, like, he commits to something and then figure it out later, right? Mm -hmm. And just kind of like what you and I were talking about a little bit earlier about, like, just figuring a thing out and just starting. Like, he was really fearless in the beginning of his journey, and that really took him far. He still had hurdles. He still, you know, had those challenges. But at the end of the day, we know who Nike is. Exactly. So yeah. uh, I would highly, highly, highly recommend uh, reading or listening to the book. Nice. And that's my favorite book about business. So, Isn't yeah, it? definitely. Nice. Definitely like Shoe Dogs. And um, nice. I would have never thought Phil Knight was that good of a storyteller as far as mm -hmm. like getting that story out. So yeah. definitely check out Shoe Dogs. And yeah. congratulations to you. You successfully passed Freestyle Fridays. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> getting back into more of your journey and your background. So you explain to us what a notary is and the services that you have. But uh, your nine to five profession ties a little bit into you, your uh, notary business. So would you mind telling us about like, what's your professional background and your professional uh, journey? What's your, uh, what is it? Not educational background, but your experience, professional experience and how that ties into the business. Okay. So I have been with a mortgage company for 11 and a half years. And my current role is that I am a product manager. Product manager is very similar to project management. Um, but right now what I do is I act as a liaison between our servicing area. Um, so act as a liaison between our servicing area and our investors. And so uh, many people may not know like all the logistics that goes into like servicing and things of that nature, but essentially after you close your loan, um, then your loan has a servicer. And so there are certain guidelines that a servicer has to follow. Those guidelines are based off of or from the investor that you have your loan with. And so anytime the investor rolls out some new guidelines and say, hey, we want to change something, 
my role is to take those guidelines and make sure they're implemented into the servicing area of that mortgage company. Got you. And yeah. as far as your experience with that, you've been in that profession for a while, like you said. Mm -hmm. What elements do you feel like you were able to take and in, pour into developing Pretty Right Notary? Organization and making sure that I consider every facet. So, like, if I have a new project, I have to, what I usually do is, you know, I'll open up a Word document or I'll open up OneNote and just type out every single thing that I think I need to do. But also, it's kind of like, who are the people that are going to be impacted? What are the processes that are going that need to be implemented or impacted as well? And then also, what technology is going to be impacted? So, people, processes, and technology. I think those are like the most essential things. And so when you think about that, like everything ties into one, <laughs> one big thing where, um, you know, it just really, you have to be really detail oriented. And of course there are like those small gaps and that's when you lean on like stakeholders or, you know, people that will be able to assist you in making sure that you can follow um or push that project through to success so gotcha yeah i would say organization but also relationship building people have to want to work with you <laughs> um so relationship building knowing how to work a room knowing how to be assertive but also making people feel heard and understood and valued especially because in my role i talk with a lot of like leaders and directors and vice presidents. And so it's really important that you accept the feedback or whatever they have to say, but also make sure you are, um, you have a voice in that room too. So I think that's really helped me with business and then working with people because that is really the bulk of being a notary is engaging with different personalities and if you do have that conflict then you have to know how to resolve it because your business is on the line mm -hmm. and it's the same thing even when you're at work you have a brand at work right and so you want to have a good brand at work and outside of work and so um, it really is is very similar in a lot of ways got you and why a notary business so it's not necessarily a um attractive or at least something that people think about that's top of mind when they want to start businesses or go into possibly a new profession so why notary for you you are so right when you listen i say can i say it, it is not sexy okay yeah. it is not cute you <laughs> um but it's a funny story because um i was just having a conversation with a co-worker and she just brought up being a notary and she's like yeah my mom do it she said it's really good it's really cool to do we should do it and I was like hmm okay I never heard of it let me look it up a little bit and so I was like okay cool I could I could do this let me start getting everything together and you know filling all my paperwork and going to get sworn in and stuff doing all the things and so then I came back to it like hey girl you know how stuff going on your end because she said we was gonna do it she's like oh man i'm like what girl you got me doing this <laughs> but you know what it was one of the best decisions that i've i've made like especially it happened i became a notary in 2021 
And it was like one of the best decisions because I had a business before um, and I had dissolved it, but I was looking for a business that was more of a necessity instead of a want. And I didn't know what that was. And so really when notary came into my life, it is a necessity. And so after that, I just started like really learning stuff and researching and falling more into it. And I'm a reader too. So I was doing all the reading um, and I was like, you know what, this, this, this could work. And for anyone who may be listening to this and considering now, what was that process like for you to get sworn in to mm-hmm. what, like, do you have to take a test? Do you have to go to notary school? Like, what is, what is mm-hmm. that like? So first, at least, and I'll, I'll speak in general, but just speaking from a notary um, in Michigan, from that perspective, which is you want to go to Michigan.gov, make sure you meet the requirements. After you make sure you meet the requirements, you want to fill out this application they have. They want you to get a surety bond. Um, basically kind of like a a little bit of protection, um, for yourself in case you make a mistake. Um, but you want to get your surety bond. It's like $50 and then you're going to go to your county clerk's office, get sworn in, and then you send the application back into the uh, state of Michigan and then they approve it. Gotcha. Yep. So after you do that, um, you have different routes that you can choose. You can be like myself. I'm a mobile notary. So I'm all about convenience. If you needed a notarization, you say, hey, I want to meet at Starbucks. Then I'm going to meet you at Starbucks. Um, but then you also so you have the mobile notary and then you have notaries who may be at home uh, where you go to them. And then there are notaries that are called like NSAs, which is notary signing agent who does or specialize in real estate documents. Um, and so really it just depends on which route you choose. But if you choose to be a mobile notary or the notary that is at home where people come to you, um, it's really about learning the type of documents. Um, and there's a variety of documents, but just so you can get comfortable with it. You want to be comfortable with at least being able to scan the document, making sure you're verifying ID. Um, but also, you want to go through a few um, practice rounds and making sure that you have all the things you need when it is time for you to actually have a, a notary appointment. So that could be things like software, like how will people find you? Um, so putting yourself out there, uh, making sure that you have a scheduler so people can, you know, say, hey, I want this time and making sure you have your stamp and your bag and your stapler, like all of those little nuances, um, which I actually have a video on YouTube about to kind of like give people tips of how to get started. But, you know, even though it takes work, it listen, you could literally be in and out of a notary appointment in like 15 minutes. Um, and it, it's, it's, um, it's really good. And I get to interact with people. I think that's probably like one of my favorite things about it. Nice. Mm-hmm. And as far as, cause now I'm thinking about as far as the services go, mm-hmm. does the government mandate how much you can charge people for certain things? Or mm-hmm. is that completely up to you? How does that work? So how it works is every state has their own laws. For the state of Michigan, there is a certain amount of money you can charge per notarization. So currently, you can have a $10 max per notarization. You cannot charge beyond $10. Um, Now, where you 
could add on like $20 or $30 would be like travel fees. That's if you're actually traveling to them. Right. Right. Um, so you can add on like a travel fee and it would be, it could be $30 notarization. It's completely up to you. You do have a bit of control when it comes to pricing, but you want to make sure that you don't go over, um, the maximum amount that you could charge per notarization. You still want to do right by the people. Like you're still serving your community when you do these things. So, um, you know, just making sure you don't go past those, those state guidelines. And then of course, people have to agree to that pricing before you actually charge them that. Right. Um, so yeah, uh, that, that's, that's usually how it works. Got you. Okay. And then, as far as you having a mobile notary business, mm-hmm. what is it like operating in that capacity, being mobile, not necessarily like stationary where people come to an office or anything like that? Mm-hmm. And then the second part to that question is, how do you kind of set your business boundaries, so to speak, as far as like, when are you working? Mm-hmm. When are you not working? How far will you go? Like those type of things. So I usually, the thing is you're not supposed to decline uh, notarization transaction unless like you feel like you're in danger but usually you have to complete it because again you are approved by the state state of Michigan um, but being a mobile notary um, as far as like being mobile and the distance and everything like that every notary typically does make people aware of the counties that they serve so like for example my uh, top three is Wayne, Oakland, and Macomb County. So that will, at least if they see that, they're like, okay, maybe I should get someone that's closer that maybe serves, you know, my county. But really, I'm not going to say no. It's just that those are the top three that I usually market myself to. Um, and I think I forgot the first question. I apologize. No, you answered the uh, the first question. I was interested, or the second part of the question was, how do you set your like business boundaries mm. as far as like mm. how far you travel, but you said as far as the counties that you actually go to mm-hmm. and then also the hours that you work, yeah. because obviously you have a nine to five job that you, that needs your attention. But then yes. how do you kind of, I guess, adding on to that, how do you build in that balance of mm-hmm. being able to do those? And then also how do you set your hours for being mm-hmm. a, a mobile business? So the beauty of it, the beauty of being a business owner and having the flexibility of being a mobile notary is that you can set your own hours. And so for me, I have a scheduler where I give someone a link and they can choose the day and time that works best for them. And those days and times that are shown are actually times that I'm available. And so like, for example, when we carved out time for the interview, I made sure to go to my scheduling platform and say, hey, I'm not available at this time because one, I don't want to inconvenience the client to make them feel like I'm available at this time. And two, I also want to make sure I'm committed to you and the obligation that, you know, wanted to fulfill. So it's just about making sure you keep your calendar up to date and and having clear communication across the board with your clients. And if they go on there, they're probably going to see some blacked out dates. And that's because I made sure to say, Hey, I'm not available these times. And then also because I do work a nine to five and I understand that I, I have dogs, so I have to go home, let them out, feed them. Okay, cool. I know that there is a certain amount of time allotted to do that. But after that, 
I'm all yours. You can choose a time that works best. And usually it works out really well because a lot of my clients actually work probably the same hours or similar hours to me. So it works out that someone could come to their house at seven or seven 30 and they don't have to drive, you know, I'm coming to you in the comfort of your own home or, or wherever you choose, but also I make myself available during the weekends, which is really good as well, because that's usually when people are trying to get stuff done. And then as far as you doing that, when you get to a notary appointment, is mm -hmm. it literally how detailed or in depth does your services get? Is it like you sit at a table and like, all right, ask a couple questions, like y'all good, do you guys sign some paperwork or stamp something? Like what does that look like when you're doing the process? So, when I go and usually like if I go to a client's home, of course, I want to introduce myself, reintroduce myself. I always make sure that I also have a badge on so they know like, hey, this I am the person because my picture has me with a shaved hair. So <laughs> like this is me. OK, um, but really all this is. Again, it's all about communication. And what I like to do is I like to run the client through the process of what to expect. So it's it, the again, the notarization is pretty simple. So I'll just let them know like, hey, um, this is how this process works. And, you know, I'm going to verify your identification. I have an electronic journal where I'm going to record um, that this transaction is being completed. And once I verify your ID, you know, um, then, you know, depending on like if they have an oath or not, uh, then, you know, they'll sign the document. A lot of times it goes really smooth. Um, and then also what I'll do <clears throat> is I'll just like scan the document to make sure it's completed all the way. Um, but really, it's really an in and out transaction because Again, the goal of being a notary is to verify identification and make sure that the people that are signing the documents are who they say they are. So, yeah. What's the most notaries you did in a day? I would say like four. And that is because <laughs> I was off that day. And so I made the whole day available. And when I tell you, I was driving all over the place like, oh, my gosh. Um, but it it wasn't bad, but I was in the car for a minute. And, um, yeah, four is like, okay, especially like when you're driving from one major city to another major city. So I would mm. say four um, is probably the max. But I also don't want to burn myself out either. Of course. So, um, so, yeah. Got you. And I think one of your – you had mentioned one of your – YouTube videos about things that you would need in order to, if you're starting a notary business and things like that. Mm -hmm. I wanted to know if you would be able to tell the audience the tools that you use that help you operate in your business. So you mentioned like a calendar that people can go in and yes. schedule their time, but do you have any other like tools <laughs> that you utilize that helps you operate better in, in business and entrepreneurship? Absolutely. So, um, as far as from a notary perspective, I would say the scheduler, uh, I use Calendly, which is really good. Um, also, I make sure that PayPal is connected to Calendly. So the clients that choose me, they have to pay before I arrive. Mm -hmm. So we don't have to worry about cash. We don't have to worry about any of that. You've already paid. I built out workflows to where as soon as they fill out um, my request form and make a payment. They get all that information sent to them. They get a receipt and letting them know like, hey, 
this is this is a real business. This is happening. Um, I got your information. I got your payment. And so really that's why the notarization is, um, the transaction isn't as long because I've already um, asked them all the questions I need to ask them. Mm -hmm. They've already paid. My goal is to streamline processes to make it as easy as possible. So Calendly, PayPal, um, I would also say, of course, you want to make sure you have your notary stamp. You want to have mm -hmm. a security bag to actually secure your stamp. Um, what else would I say? Of course, you want to make sure you have pins for signing. I'll have a stapler. I have hand sanitizer. <laughs> I have loose leaf certificates, which are sometimes needed, like if a notarization could not, like your stamp couldn't fit on the paper. You want to use a loose leaf certificate. So I make sure I have that. Um, another thing that I do, at least now, for the state of Michigan, it is not required to have a journal. But what I do is I have an electric journal or electronic journal on my phone to where I document who whose identity I verify mm -hmm. and I make them sign. So I have the electronic journal and I'm trying to think of like the essentials. I feel like that's, that's really about it. And, and I know we talked about like overhead and stuff. It's not any mm -hmm. overhead for being a notary because I mean, you know, I have my office at home, but mm -hmm. as far as like, it's not like a brick and mortar, it's really, you work on your own terms. Your car is your overhead right? Um, from a general um, notary standpoint. Got you. Mm -hmm. And as far, I'm, I'm also curious because you do it from a mobile standpoint, but people who may have like a brick and mortar notary, how does that, I, how big could you take it? Like, do people have like notary firms? Like, how does that work? Mm -hmm. So there are notaries in a lot of organizations and establishments, more notaries than people probably think there is. So for example, uh, mortgage companies, sometimes they have notaries in-house, uh, law firms, they have notaries in-house, schools have notaries in-house, UPS, FedEx, banks. Um, so there are a lot of places that will have those in-house notaries, but you really could take it far, which is um, kind of like the the impact that I want to make in the notary community. That's why I'm building the app. Um you, you can take it really far. It's just a matter of, do, are you just doing this just to be making some money on the side? Are you trying to impact the notary community? It really just boils down to your goals and what you want to do. Um, you can train classes. You know, you could train notaries. You can uh, build an agency around it. You can build a mobile app. You can, you can do a lot of things. It, again, it boils down to intention, your strengths, what you want to do. And honestly, if people trust you enough with, you know, the information that you're giving them, then they'll support you in whatever endeavor you're probably uh, going to pursue. And speaking of streamlining processes and then the app, please let us know about the mobile app that you're building yes. for your business and what purpose it's going to serve in terms of the overall notary ecosystem. Yes. So... I came up with an idea to build out a mobile app for notaries and the goal or my mission is to simplify, simplify and enhance the notary experience. So 
just to give you a little bit of background, so I was or I am in a Tech Town program. So it's a technology hub. They are truly amazing. Like I've learned so much um, with them and they've been very supportive. Um, so there, then the first phase of the Tech Town program that I was in, one of the things that we had to do was we had to do at least a hundred interviews. And so with that being said, <clears throat> you had to do the interviews to really confirm if um, you had to confirm if your idea was a solution, you know, to the pain point, you know, uh, the pain points that you identified. Mm. And so a lot of times, like you just shared earlier was like, some people don't even know where to find a notary. Right. And <laughs> so that was one of the pain points for the clients. So I did over the hundred interviews and I found that that was a main pain point for a client, but also a pain point for the notary was like marketing, right? Or, um, you know, having a situation where, um, you know, like they would go to a notary appointment and they weren't paid yet or something like that, whatever the case was. But I was able to identify some pain points um, during those interviews. And so I was like, okay, this, this confirmed that this is a, a great route to go. And so... Um, sorry, I lost my thought. Did I answer your question? It did. Yeah. Just as far as, <laughs> as far as, or if you could tell us about, so that was the initial phase of it by you yes. doing those interviews yes. and then where, what was the next step to building out the app? Mm -hmm. So after we did the interviews and, uh, got confirmation that the mobile app idea was a go, then we moved to the next phase where we worked with the developer who actually helped us build our mobile app idea from scratch. And so I took all the things that I knew from my notary business and gave it to the developer and we were able to work together and collaborate and, and build the app up to where now it's like in beta phase and getting early adopters to actually test out the app to say like, okay, what's good, what works, what does not work. And the goal is to initially release it to um, Michigan notaries, like um, in select counties, and then test the waters, see how well things go, and then, you know, kind of like iron the kinks out, and then uh, the long-term goal is to release it to across the nation. And this is, is this notary-facing or notary-focused, or could a general person who's looking for notary services be able to use this also would they be a part of the target i guess absolutely so the mobile app it is a double-sided marketplace which essentially means that there are two separate target audiences um think of like i used uber or lyft as my north star mm -hmm. so anytime a client needs a notarization our goal what we want to do is we want clients to go into the mobile app put in their request, and then once they submit that request, then a notary that is a part of the mobile app community will be able to pick up that work and then be able to show up to that appointment and take care of the client. Got you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so now that you're in that phase, the testing phase of mm -hmm. the app, and it'll be rolling out, I believe you said this summer? Yes, this summer. So people get a chance to experience it or become an early adopter. Yes. So I want to know, aside from that, from the aspect of the business, is there anything else that you see on the horizon that you would like to do and expand and 
growing the business or for for you personally or, or professionally? I will say, you know, I've just been working the nine to five and working on the mobile app and doing and being of service. That is the biggest thing. I feel like if you are of service, um, great things will happen. And I'm just really pouring everything into that because it's like a baby. It's like, and the thing is when I went through the first phase of the tech town, I'm going to be very transparent here where it was like, Oh, you know, I want my money to work for me and Mm -hmm. yada, yada, yada. Right. But after I did those interviews, something switched to where I was like, you know what? This is bigger than me. This is bigger Mm. than my needs. Like I Mm. noticed that notaries were having pain points and I'm like, I want to be a beacon of light for them. I want to be that connector where you don't have to worry a lot about marketing. You don't have to worry about that client running off or, you know, like not paying you, but you wasted your time to go there. Or even with clients not knowing where to go, don't worry about that. We'll take care of that for you. So it's really like I want to, to place that burden on not on my shoulders, essentially, but I want our app to be the solution for pain points for both clients who need notarizations and the notaries who need the clients. So, Absolutely. Yeah. And where can people find you if they want to test out the app, if they want to utilize your services? Give us your handles, website, all that good stuff. Yes. So my Instagram handle is pretty right underscore notary. So it's literally P-R-E-T-T-Y-W-R-I-T-E underscore notary n-o-t-a-r-y and then facebook there is i have a business page on there where it's pretty right notary services and i talk all the time about early adopters looking for it and if you want to join the group absolutely you could dm me you can you know even give me a call i have my phone number um out there if you like and also email too that also works so yeah that's like a phone Perfect. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for stopping by Black Fridays and breaking down what is a notary business, notary services, all those good things. I feel a little bit smarter by knowing these things now because you never know when you'll need a a notary, I'm sure. So grateful for you stopping by and sharing your story with us. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And everybody watching, catch y'all next time. Bye.